Liran Hirschkorn here, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. Uh, in this very quick, short episode, I give you a roundup of some things on my mind that are happening in the um Amazon ecosystem currently, including um, some changes that I think will be coming to sponsored display um, and DSP coming up uh, over this year. So I think you'll enjoy this quick episode. The podcast is sponsored by Incrementum Digital, which is my marketing and advertising agency focused on Amazon brand owners uh, and sellers. We help you grow your sales on Amazon using uh, advertising, DSP, um, as well as managing brands fully on the platform, helping them launch products, generate more reviews, generate more sales, improve listings, um, and um, grow sales and profit on the platform. Uh, the podcast is also um, sponsored by my partnership in a, uh, a lending company or a growth capital company that has been helping a lot of sellers over the last several months get growth capital for their um, business. One of my uh, clients has been using them to really kind of fuel their new product launches and has grown their business from a year ago doing about 100,000 in sales to last month doing over a million dollars in sales. And um, a portion of that is due to the fact that they had the ability to have growth capital to just launch more and more products. So if you're uh, interested in getting growth capital for your business, feel free to uh, either email me, my email's in the show notes, or you can send me a DM um, on social media um, as well. Um, and lastly, if you're looking to exit your business, there's a tremendous amount of activity in the space. Um, I'm also working with an investor that's looking to buy businesses and um, can just give you general sort of advice on um, the space and maybe um, who might be the right fit or the right way to go um, to um, exit your business, uh, you can reach out to me by email or DM uh, as well. Enjoy this uh, quick podcast episode. Leron Hirschkorn here, your host of the e-commerce mindset podcast. Um, in this episode, it's going to be just me uh, talking. Um, haven't put out uh, an episode um, in a little bit, so wanted to to get on. Um, I'm recording this uh, Wednesday night, uh, close to midnight, but uh, really wanted to to get an episode out and uh, talk about uh, a few things that I see kind of uh, happening um, and how that may direct um, a little bit of where you focus. Um, so a few things that are just happening in the Amazon marketplace. Um, Number one, um, we're seeing more and more of these storefront blocks. And what I mean by storefront blocks is when you look on desktop, you'll see on certain brands, they have these um, sort of really big placements for pages of their storefront, um, somewhere kind of underneath the bullets, really big placements. You'll know what I'm talking about if you've seen it. Um, some people have asked me, hey, how do I get access to this ads? Well, it's not ads. It's... Um, and must be an Amazon beta program. It doesn't seem to be like there's a way to opt in. Amazon is choosing it somehow or choosing who to give it, who to give it to. One thing to um, notice though is that it's um, it's always four blocks featuring four pages from somebody's storefront, which leads me to believe the only way to get access to this in the first place, or when it does roll out across the board, is to have at least four pages within your storefront. That means um, 
if you currently you know only have one home page in your storefront you might want to think about how can i develop some other pages even if it's like a deals page or a frequently asked question faq page or like what kind of pages can you add even if your storefront's already perfect and you have maybe like one or two products and it's just on one on a home page what else can you add and i would really consider adding more pages to your storefront um because potentially that may be a requirement don't know yet maybe at some point amazon rolls out where they only put one block if you have one store for one page on your store but right now they're showing these four blocks i think this will roll out more the other kind of message i've been talking about on the podcast uh, over the last six months or so is really having a storefront how important that is um, amazon is now allowing uh, people to follow your storefront also on amazon posts they're allowing people to follow your post um, and right now it doesn't necessarily mean much but soon, again, I think there's going to be this capability uh, for you to be able to send messages, coupons, lightning deals, notifications to people who follow your brand. Amazon um, wants brands to be more connected to the customer, but they want to put the control in the customer's hands. And so the the um, customer, the, the buyer will have to click the follow button and then You'll be able to send the messages. That's not in place now, but that is coming. I've seen signals of it. Um, and it's a good idea to build out your storefront. And then talking about getting people to follow, another way to get people to follow is by having Amazon Posts. Amazon Posts is another uh, thing that has rolled out now, also showing up some sometimes uh, just in the last week. It's been on Amazon Desktop. Uh, besides for being on mobile, it's been on mobile for a long time. It's free. Amazon is starting to show more metrics uh, around it. Um, like um, engagement and clicks um, that they haven't shown in the past. And um, you have to have an Amazon storefront in order to be able to get posts. So um, again, these these two things kind of work in hand in hand. And you should be putting out posts on a regular basis, um, kind of like social media type um, and lifestyle images. If you're already putting out social media content, um, it's very easy to take like your Instagram posts or social media posts and resize them and make them work well for uh, uh, Amazon posts. If you're not doing that, um, really easy to have a graphic designer on your team uh, work on continuously putting out uh, Amazon posts. Um, some other interesting things um, that I've seen, bullets getting pushed down below the fold and in some cases on desktop. Um, and um, also, I really wanted to talk about um, some shifts in terms of the advertising side. Um, so I see a, a shift that's going to be happening in the sponsored display space. So a lot of what brands can do now on DSP, more and more and more of it is coming to sponsored display, which means if you are not a huge brand, when I say huge brand, um, actually, I wouldn't say huge brand, but if you're not selling at least millions of dollars, let's say $5 million a year, you should probably not do DSP. There's a lot of hype out there about it, but a lot of the capabilities of the bottom of the funnel are going to come into sponsored display um, and they're going to be available to you within Seller Central without the minimum commitments um, and um, without you know giving Amazon a whole bunch of money to blow on DSP and not really understanding the sort of um, targeting approaches that Amazon does, combining um, bottom funnel and upper funnel strategies. Uh, upper funnel meaning more brand awareness type ads. So a lot of those bottom of the funnel, competitor targeting, retargeting people who visited your page, retargeting people who have bought your product before, very applicable for any product somebody would buy more than once. A lot of these things, 
I believe by the end of the year. We'll come to the sponsored display capabilities with Seller Central um, and more things from DSP will shift to sponsored display. That means if you've been thinking about DSP and you're not really interested in putting money into brand awareness, um, you know, sort of long-term brand building, building, you know, uh, value where over time more and more people will be searching your brand name, see you, buy your product. If you just want to do it for, if you're very ROAS focused, just like immediate sale, I need to see sort of a cost ROAS today wouldn't be doing DSP and more capabilities will come out on the sponsored uh, display side. So uh, I really think um, hold off uh, because I think more will come uh, into into um, sponsored display. Um, at the same time, if you have the budget, if you do want to do a combination of retargeting, bottom of funnel, as well as competitor targeting, and what's called upper funnel audience targeting, um, video ads that show up off Amazon and different, uh, different placements, then DSP could make sense. One of the benefits of DSP, uh, one of the things we're doing with it is we're also doing um, custom uh, creatives. So custom creatives allow us to drive uh, certain messaging that we want on the creatives. It's not what's called, what's mostly used, um, you know, it's not like um, what, 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 the, what sponsored display would do, which is called dynamic e-commerce, which kind of shows uh, your product on a white background with the amount of reviews it has, the stars and, and the price, which is called dynamic because as the reviews change in price, that ad changes too. The um, the DSP platform allows you to do custom creatives. Um, you can drive certain messaging if you want, like subscribe and save, subscribe and save 15% with a custom message. You can, you can do more. You can do video ads off of Amazon. There's a lot more you could do, but again, um, if you don't have the budget or the long-term um, mentality of building brand, it's not something you should really do. And more stuff, more capabilities will be coming to sponsored display. Again, uh, from the signals I'm seeing and getting, um, it will more, more things will be in effect, um, I believe, by the end of 2021. Um, and that's kind of really what I wanted to, to talk about. One last thing I wanted to talk about, you know, as I'm interviewing, um, you know, we're hiring more people within our agency. I'm interviewing people for um, Amazon ad manager roles. Um, and by the way, we're, we're looking for ad managers as well as brand managers. If you know anyone or you're interested, uh, send me an email. But um, as I'm interviewing people, I ask them, you know, what's your approach to, um, you know, how do you set up campaigns? Uh, and a lot of people tell me, well, I set up an auto campaign first. I see what the what you know what the algorithm tells me, and you know three four weeks later I set up manual campaigns. This is uh, definitely the wrong answer, um, and not how you should be setting up campaigns. Or if anybody's managing ads for you, a VA or an agency, it's not how you should be setting up campaigns. You should know what the main keywords are. You should do your own research. You should do competitor analysis of where your competitors are ranking for and have a very good list of keywords. And yes, you should be running auto. You should get, you know, ASINs from there that convert. You should get keywords there that you didn't think of that are very long tail, etc. But you should know the keywords and you should always start off with both auto, manual, and ASIN targeting campaigns in 99% of the cases, um, you know, uh, unless maybe you're super limited on budget. Um, but in that case, I would still go with manual as opposed to auto. Uh, so anyway, just some thoughts, uh, some Amazon updates and roundup. Um, hope you enjoyed this quick uh, podcast episode and I will see you on the next episode of the podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, also, if you have not joined the e-commerce mindset group on Facebook, um, there's a link here in the show notes for you to join the group. And if you're on Clubhouse, um, every once in a while, I'm hosting um, rooms uh, all around uh, Amazon content, e-commerce. Um, if I'm uh, hosting a room, I will usually also post it in the podcast, but there's a whole bunch of other um good content that is also happening on uh, that platform. I'll see you on the next episode of the e-commerce mindset podcast.